0: You're listening to the Keith Blakemore Noble radio show. Here's your host, Keith Blakemore Noble.
1: Hey, hello! Welcome back. Welcome to another episode. I have uh, a returning guest for uh, for this episode. That's turning into a bit of a theme for series five. We're catching up with some of our previous guests, which I have to say, I'm really enjoying. Now, my guest uh, for this episode is a gentleman called Tony Edwards. We met him uh, in August 2022, series three, episode 20, uh, where he shared his journey to self-employment. Uh, if you haven't checked that one out, Do check that out. It's a fascinating journey and uh, some amazing things that he overcame in order to create what is now an award winning business. I'll let him mention that uh, a little bit later on. But my guest today is Tony Edwards. Uh, He runs Winchester based IT support company BitSmart Technology Limited. Uh, The business was started during the COVID-19 pandemic uh, and he goes into a lot more detail about that. in Series three, episode 20, Uh, and it provides all things IT to small and medium sized businesses. That's my guest, Tony Edwards. Here he is. Hey Tony, how's it going, buddy? Hi Keith, I'm all good, you? Yeah, can't complain. Well I can, but nobody'll pay any attention. <laughs> so we've uh we've we've heard your bio very briefly. But who is Tony? Who's the man behind it all?
0: Um that's a really good question, Keith, because um I was thinking about this when we were talking before we Press record and it's like there's just so many so many elements that make us all up isn't there? um you know I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a stepfather uh a business owner uh cricket enthusiast um an elvis fan You <coughs> know, so many different facets to our lives and it's funny because when you look at people on especially especially in the age of social media, all you see is what people want you to see um you don't always see. The bad stuff or the the turbulent times they've gone through that you just see their best life. Um, which I suppose kind of leads us on to what we're going to talk about today, really.
1: It does. It does. <clears throat> and we'll come to that in just a second. Um, I've, I've got to give you the space to boast because, quite frankly, you, des- you deserve it. And just today, uh, you've got another one. I mentioned you're an award winning, uh, you're award winner. Four awards now, fourth one came in today tell us about those tell us about them go on so
0: this is the hardest part for me keith because i'm not somebody that naturally brags uh but yeah i've won four awards this year for the business which has been great the first one was uh that one there the business success network uh, expert of the year award um run by stacy calder who i think has been a guest a few times on your podcast
1: she has indeed
0: um, that was an, a, you know, an award I wasn't expecting to win. I, I'd entered the business growth one as well, and I was a finalist in that. That was the one I was kind of expecting to win because I'd gone from, you know, turning over just under ten thousand to turning over over thirty in the first proper twelve months of the business. So you know, that's quite a big, uh, quite a big growth. So I was kind of hoping I'd won that one, but I didn't. But I won that one instead, which was equally was um, awesome. But yeah, probably a harder category to win due to the number of uh, finalists. Uh, the second one is the one there, which is the uh, SME Technology Support Service of 2023. That's a Southern Enterprise Award, run by uh, SME News. Um, that one kind of came out of the booth. Somebody nominated me. Don't know who even now. You don't get told. You just get told. You've been nominated and then you've won. So I'm like, cool. Um, so that was probably a customer. So if you're listening, thank you very much for the nomination because, yes, I did win. Um, what was the third one? Third one came, I say it's an award. It's a little bit of a gray area, but I was a Theopathetis Small Business Sunday winner um, back in November. Essentially, all you do is go onto Twitter or Instagram on a Sunday night between five and half past seven, shout about your small business, make it unique, make it interesting, tag Theo and I think it's hashtag SBS. And essentially, you're entering your small business into joining a, a network of other small businesses for free. And there's a big event in February, which um, is good fun. So that was the third one. And then this last one, which I found out about at 1am this morning, just as I was closing the office. Yes, I do work that late. Um, Which was for um, Britain's top 50 managed IT service providers, 2023, uh, which again is open to any IT service provider in the UK to enter. I don't think that many did because obviously I don't see myself in the top 1,000, let alone top 50. But again, that's my me being probably over hum, over humble. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. No, that that is that is impressive. Four awards. Um, I, every single one of them, I, I would say, are, are well deserved and definitely very valid awards. Uh, you, you're gonna you're gonna need a bigger shed to house all of these awards. <laughs> Carry on at this rate.
0: Yeah, that's what uh my wife said. I thought she said so. She sent me a text earlier saying. You're going to need a wall of fame. I thought she said I needed a hall of fame for it, so I was going to buy another shed. Just for the
1: award. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Better than a wall of shame, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, you've you, you've you've created a successful small business, an award-winning small business. You launched it. As, as we discussed previously, you launched it during the, the COVID pandemic. Uh, your uh, successful business; it's, it's growing, it's, it's making good turnover, and it's, it's continuing to grow and develop, serving lots of people. Uh, many people are recognizing the um, uh, the great skill and service that you provide, hence the awards. All of that, or none of that, really paints a picture of someone who you would you would think. Uh, suffered from, uh, bullying. And yet, that's what we're going to be exploring today because you, um, you, you suffered from bullying when you were, uh, at school, when you were growing up. And the reason that we're, we're covering this is partly it shows how you can, um, can overcome it and grow and develop from it. And also Tony has uh, spoken he uh, speaks at schools on, on the topic of bullying as well to help to help those who are going through it. So that's what we're exploring today. But to, to tell us a, a l- little bit. Uh, I mean, I, obviously, I don't want to drag too much up. But tell us a little bit about kind of set the scene for what was going on. Um. So
0: I didn't deal with the bullying very well when I was growing up. I didn't know how to deal with it. Um, I'm by no means fixed, I think is probably the apt word. Um, everybody goes, you know, 95% of people will go through some sort of bullying during their lifetime, predominantly when we are a child, um, because we don't understand or necessarily always understand right from wrong. Um, people's parenting techniques are obviously different. Um, but one in four kids, right, even right now, experience bullying at school. Um, and as you mentioned, I've um, I started I went and did a talk at my old secondary school a couple of months back. That was the first one. Um, and what was interesting was they have expelled thirteen kids since Easter. Wow. Now I don't remember one child being expelled when I was at school for bullying. Mm. So you had 13 children just for bullying, yet one in four are still experiencing it, which which to me is just crazy. Um, So it all kind of started when I was in primary school, you know, a little bit of teasing, a little bit of name, the usual playground antics. Um, I was, despite me being six foot two and about 300 pounds, when I was at school, I was very, very little. I was short. If there was, you know, a gust of wind could blow me over sort of thing. Um, so I was an easy target. Um, and as I got older, surprisingly, it got worse um, because all of these other kids were going up and I was still a short-ass. Um, it's the only way I can, <laughs> <only> way <laughs> I can describe it. Um, <laughs> It got worse, you know, and it did get worse. You know, I would try to hide bruises and cuts and things like that, and a lot of people didn't believe that it was happening. So I would go to my head of year and say, "Look, this person's being horrible. They're doing this, this, and this. Here are the cuts and bruises to kind of prove it," and they didn't believe it. I was getting very, very little support from school. My mum, she went up to the school. She, back then. She's gonna hate me for saying this, but she was a Rottweiler. If she got something, if she didn't like something, and it got in her teeth. She would, yeah, scream and shout until it was resolved, um, which was yeah. great. But yeah, the bullying one was didn't quite go like that, um, because they didn't they didn't believe me. Uh, the school didn't believe me. Um, they would just say, "Oh, the other child's going through. Uh, their parents are being divorced. It must be something to do with that, or, or something like that." Mm-hmm. Um, what's quite interesting is my aunt taught at my secondary school. She didn't know I was on the receiving end of any bullying until I went to speak to her about potentially going to the school to talk about bullying. And I was, I turned 40 this year. Wow. The reason I decided I wanted to go and speak to the school was because my son has started secondary school this year Mm -hmm. and I felt it was probably time to, I suppose communicate to some to some people that might be going through similar things to me that I went through um as a way of helping them understand but also a way of me actually getting it off my chest because my way of dealing with it was putting my head in the sand and it just mm-hmm. built up it's just built up and up and up over the years and again the the physical, the physical stuff disappears over time but all the mental stuff it's just it's still back here and I've never really dealt with it until this year really. Um, And it's had a massive effect on, on everything. It it has held me, it's held me back. Um, You you know, you've got a book, uh, the masks we wear. I'd have a different mask for every situation for every day of the week. I can imagine. Nobody really really got to know the real me. Um, I was scared that I wasn't prepared to go to university, so I put it off for seven or eight years. Don't get me wrong if I hadn't have done and gone to university, I wouldn't be where I am now be- you know a completely different person um, but it meant that I was able to go and work jobs that taught me other skills um, and probably at the lowest, you know, you just feel worthless. Like what's the point going on? Um like I said, I didn't really develop any coping mechanisms. And at one point I nearly did a 180 and became a bully myself without even realising without even realizing.
1: Um, interesting how how did you how did you kind of catch that and, and stop yourself from becoming but from becoming a bully and and inflicting on the next next person.
0: Somebody just mentioned. Some, somebody just. I can't even remember. I can't remember the situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Somebody mentioned. How would you feel? Somebody said. How would you feel if they if you if they spoke to you like that? And mm. it it was it, you know it, I'd gone a step over. I'd overstepped the mark. Yeah. You know because let's face it, in life there is that invisible line in the sand where people will go up to and potentially push yeah i'd gone way over it and it was when they said that i was like i, I just I, I knew that i'd gone way too far and mm. that just it was almost like somebody slapped me around the face and said you're being a bit of a dick if you keep doing this all of these things that you've done which are, are helping you in a way deal with it subconsciously you're just going to fall down you're going to go back to where you started yeah goodness um but but bullying's a weird one because it's changed so much over the last few years especially um if you so when i went i, was, I went to school in the 90s sorry keith i know we are there is a little bit of an aging out there um but you know back in the 80s and 90s when you were bullied when you got when you walked through the front door at home, bullying stopped. You 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 were kind of safe,
1: mm. as soon as you got mm. home
0: because we didn't have these.
1: That's right, the phones and the tablets and the internet and everything. Yeah. yeah.
0: But don't get me wrong, the mental element of bullying is always the harder thing to deal with. Um, but what kids have to go through now is unreal because it's twenty four seven. Yeah. You know you've got um you know technology's made it so much easier for us to communicate but it's made it so much easier for bullies to not only target other people but also harass them and like i said it's 24 7 yeah and you look at some of the celebrities that get abuse online you know they're oh goodness yeah celebrities that get built up so much especially (laughs) especially with social media but then Mm. one bad thing happens and it's all taken away. You know, you look at, um, Johnny Depp when he got accused of beating up, um, what's her face?
1: Amber, Amber Heard.
0: Yeah. And yeah. you know, it, as it turned out, it was the other way around, but yeah, yeah. But, but you don't but see that. that. You only see what yeah. social media portrays.
1: And indeed, indeed. So, I mean, if, if, um, if somebody is on the receiving end of bullying, what, what, uh, and I, I, I know, I remember from what you were saying that you you would tell people about it, but, but no, nobody believed. What 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 is and you then basically just repressed it and kept it all in, and, and which, as you say, is, is never the best way to deal with anything. What 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 are some things that uh, you feel people might be able to do to at least help them get through the day and help help them cope until until they're able to to find someone who believes them or, or find a way out of it.
0: So there is a lot more support out there now. I think it's, the way the world has changed over the last 20 years. I think a lot more, a lot more information is accessible, you know, through, through mm-hmm. the internet. Um, you know, I, I think back to when my parents would, were, were, uh, you know, would tell me about their school days. You know, my mum would get, you know, she got bullied a lot. You know, she used to get th- chairs thrown at her and things like that. Uh, I mean, she went to a rough school in Winchester. There aren't, there aren't many, but she went to one of them. <laughs> um, and again, the, the, the teachers didn't just didn't know how to cope. Fast forward to the 90s, the teachers still didn't really know how to cope. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot more emphasis has been put on bullying. Um, there's something called the Diana Award, which is an anti-bullying program um and that's what schools are using now to educate students on bullying the different types of bullying because again there are various different types um you know anything that's negative essentially is bullying Mm -hmm. and you don't don't think about that you know you you can go and sit in the pub and have a bit of what, what would normally be deemed as banter with your mates technically that's bullying.
1: It, it certainly can be, if, especially if if the person receiving it doesn't doesn't feel that it's a laugh yeah. and a joke. Yeah, yeah. So um, many people don't. So many people don't tend to 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 realise that, do they? They. I mean, so often you hear, "Oh, come on, it's just a bit of banter," but you're right when it when it's affecting the the recipient and they're not feeling that it's a laugh and a joke and they're starting to feel it a bit personally. And it, it's it's chipping away and wearing away at them. Absolutely, that would that would certainly be be bullying. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, so there's the Diana Award, <clears throat> which, like I said, there's a school program that is all about anti um, anti bullying, developing anti uh, anti bullying ambassadors within yeah. the school. So when I went and talked to my pre at my old secondary school last uh, back in October, there were about fifty children in the room, mm-hmm. and they got to hear my story in a little bit more detail. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really good because I. Been, I'd essentially gone through the program with them because it was a two and a half hour session, um, and it was interesting to see how they viewed bullying as opposed to myself. Um, but there's, like I said, there's so much more support out there. Teachers and parents now are more aware. Mm-hmm. We're more aware of the social impact of bullying as well. And I think a lot of that has come through the evolution of LGP, QT plus. Yeah. I never remember the full acronym. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, we, we, as a, as a cult, as a populace, we're more accepting of mm-hmm. people's mm-hmm. identities and people being different. Um, and I think that makes it easier for people to now recognize so- some of the signs of bullying. And I think it also means that people that are being bullied feel that they've got somebody to speak to. Mm-hmm. And what they've done in my old secondary school, brilliant, you know, they've got an app that, they, that the children have got access to. And they've built an anti- a way of reporting bullying into the app so they can oh, do nice. it almost anonymously. mm mm-hmm. Um, and it means that if somebody spots something that isn't quite right, they can report it as well.
1: That's interesting. Yes.
0: So that while technology can be a an entry point for bullying, they're also trying to use it as a as an exit point. Yeah, yeah. Um, the biggest the the biggest thing I can recommend is if you're going through bullying, is to find somebody that you know, like and trust, and talk to them. I didn't. I didn't have anybody that I could trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At that at that at that age, I didn't. I didn't know who I could trust because, fre- people that I considered friends would then start beating me up and things like that. So okay. it's like when you've got that going on as well. It's like you, you just don't know who to trust, which is why I think I just kind of compressed. Kept, it kept it all yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the things that the Diana Award are doing with the anti ambassador, uh, anti bullying ambassadors is great um and it's something that's just that just keeps evolving you know there are some statistics that the um that they put out i was trying to find them before we uh before we came on but i just can't find them you know i think it was one in four people that have, yeah experienced bullying but then out of say out of 10 nine of them will develop depression seven of them will develop anxiety four of them will uh develop an eating disorder five of them will consider ending their life and there were six six or seven of these statistics that they were brought up on the board and I'd experienced six out of the seven. Goodness. Yeah. Um which is I didn't even think about until he bought that until the teacher had brought that slide up. Mm-hmm. And I just looked at him and I was like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Huh. And it's like, wow.
1: Good. Um so so what what about um on on the other side well not the other side cuz the other side would be the bullying but what about if you become aware of some or you you suspect someone might be being bullied because I guess it's not always an easy conversation to have hey you're right you're being bullied no i'm i'm fine even when you're not because there there isn't that trust or they, they feel they're just not going to be believed again what what can somebody in that sort of position do to 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 help the person who they feel as they believe might be being bullied.
0: Again, it's it's a really difficult question to answer because um, again, it takes different forms. You've got, like I said, you've got different types. What one per, what you or I might consider to be bullying, other people may just consider to be a, a con, What's what what mm-hmm. they would call a conflict, which is mm. where both parties of you know six of one half dozen of the other um if you suspect somebody's being bullied or picked on again with it's different with a child um again because all you can do is be there with the with the child you know make sure that they know that they can come and talk to you if they want to let's face it as adults like i said bully bullying goes on doesn't matter how old you are i think with adults it's harder yeah
1: yeah
0: because we've got that thing called pride where we think mm,
1: we that's it. true yeah
0: um, And because of that pride, it's, you know, it's very, very—you you—you struggle to find anybody put their hand up and go, "Yes, I'm the victim of—I'm a 40-year-old man, and I'm the victim of bullying right now." Mm. Don't get me wrong; it, ha- it happens, Um, but you—you you, you know, people won't put their hand up. All you can do is just—you know—if you've got a friend that's a little bit down, you're not quite sure why. Just ask if if they're okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Just
0: send them a message. Just you know, again, just try and be there as a almost a shoulder to cry on without saying, "Look, my shoulder's here if you want to cry."
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, base, basically, be there for them and create the environment so that if they do feel able to open up, then they they can. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. Yeah.
1: Wow. Um, yeah, it's it's a really it is a really hard topic and uh i want to thank you. thank you so much tony for for being open and honest about this uh with with us um i know it's it's not an easy one to talk about but uh, certainly what you've what you've shared with us will uh will hopefully at least give some 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 hope to some people who are going through it particularly when they look and see what you have gone on to achieve having been in that that awful situation and now here you are Four times award winner with your own company and uh your own family and uh all sort of things so there is there is always a future there,
0: yeah, absolutely, and you know like i said i'm I'm far from complete um it's funny I'm just looking at the notes i I took with me when I went to the talk at the school, you know if it wasn't for three or four people pushing me, nudging me in the right direction, I probably still wouldn't be where I wouldn't be where I am now, you know. Mm -hmm. I've been really lucky to have found small groups of people who have provided me with friendship and support, yourself included in that. Um, And I'm now, you know, I'm now at a point where I'm able to begin to talk about this. You know, even 12 months ago, talking about this would have been a massive struggle. I probably could have done it on a Mm -hmm. one to one situation, but. Recording it is going completely
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know I've, I've got a lot of baggage that I need to deal with. Um, and I think I hold on to a lot of that baggage and emotion now more because I don't want to let go of it because it's always been there. Mm, yes. so that that's, I think is now going to start holding me back because, you know, I don't speak to anybody I went to school with. I don't speak yeah. to anybody I went to college with. Um, I speak to very few people I went to even went to university with, and that's not because I didn't like any of them. It's because my life is just that's just the way I like to be. I'm quite a introverted yeah. person. I, I enjoy my own company, or you know, and I, I I do have a very 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 small circle of friends, um, and I'm okay with that. But because I hold on to all of this negative stuff, it it has it it has affected me adversely, you know. Mm. I am I can be quite quick to anger my wife says I do have anger management issues it's It's all it's I can I, I can probably work it all the way back to all of this stuff sure um you know there's stuff that I've I've gone through that I've never told anybody and and I probably never will mm-hmm. um but being able to be, have this conversation and like I said go and, you know talk at the school has helped me to realise that all of this stuff is holding me back. Um, But there is, you know, the the fact that there is all of that support out there now means that I'm quite comfortable knowing that my son, who's in secondary school now, he might have a little bit of name calling and that sort of thing. But I very much doubt it's going to go any further than that. Yeah, My stepdaughter had one incident in year 11 and that was it. And, you know, as soon as we found out, I just, I went, I, um, I turned into the Rottweiler that was my mum. <laughs> I, I, I walked straight, I walked into the, I just drove straight up to the school. I said, I don't want to speak to the head of year 11 now. And she's like, well, he's in a lesson. I'm like, you need to pull him out. I'm not like, because I'm not happy. You know, my wife is of, you know, English isn't her first language. My stepdaughter, mm-hmm. her, you know, her dad, again, not, not English. And it was a racial, a racial attack essentially mm-hmm. saying go back to your own country. And mm-hmm. I wasn't going to have that. Yeah. Especially, you know, it, that you, nobody should have to deal with that. It doesn't matter where you live, where you're from. Um, and I think because of everything I've gone through, like I said, I've, and knowing that the schools when I was there didn't know how to deal with it, I've yeah. make it in the bud. And luckily, it was you know the the child who said the stuff got ex- uh, I think he got excluded for a couple of weeks because yes. um, it hadn't been it wasn't the first time he had he'd been reported. So you know it was good that that school was sort of doing something. Hmm. Um, I do just want to say that if your child is going through bullying and they've got technology, access to technology, keep them off the social media apps, especially if they are under the age. You know, they have age ratings on them for a, for a reason. It's to protect them, to put boundaries in place. Um, and kids get pressured to to download these apps because everybody else is that it's not everybody else means like one or two of their friends. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's, that's what I've learned from experience. You know, my, my son downloaded Snapchat when he was with his, when he was with his granddad a couple of, a couple of years ago. And I got shown the, these pictures and I'm like, how have you taken them? And he's like, Oh, I you Snapchat? I'm like, but you're not old enough to use Snapchat. Hmm. Oh, Granddad said it was okay. I'm like, I don't care. It's mm-hmm. not okay. and we we removed it again, p- purely because they're up, there yeah, a
1: absolutely. Um, yeah.
0: And lastly, you know, kids these oh, kids these days that <laughs> make, <you> know, make <laughs> me feel so old. Um,
1: All right, Grandad.
0: <laughs> I do chilled because of the way life is now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Children gr- are growing up too quickly.
1: Actually, yeah, yeah, that's a fair it's point. It's
0: strange because they're not, you know, a twelve-year-old is a twelve-year-old, but a twelve-year-old in nineteen ninety-five was a lot wasn't allowed to do half as much as what a twelve-year-old can do in two thousand and twenty-three. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, so if you're a child, if you you don't grow up too fast, have fun while you can, because let's face it, life gets serious too quickly. Certainly does. Um, You know, my parents would say that school years are the best years of your life. I never believed it because of what I went through, but they were. I had no responsibilities. I didn't have to pay any bills. (laughs) I I could kind of eat what I wanted, do what I wanted. Like I said, to a degree, yeah. um, but you know, you, it was almost carefree. You know, money I earned for my paper round was my money. Yeah. You know, I I saved up for my first PC. You you know, delivering newspapers. Um, but kids don't kids don't have to do that anymore. I don't I don't even think there's a paper room uh, paper round in Winchester anymore. Um. So you know, because of that, kids just. Get stuff, and they don't have to earn it. And then when they go to work, they then realise how hard life is, and they don't like it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, kids, don't grow up too fast. Have fun as long as for as long as you can, because as soon as you hit sixteen or eighteen, that's it. You're working for the next sixty years. Yeah. It's, if not, if not more by the time you're that age.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's a whole different discussion, but yeah, you're right. Um yeah thank you for sharing all this tony what's 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 next for you on this journey do you feel or are you just taking taking it as as it comes along
0: so um i'm gonna be reaching out to more schools Mm -hmm. because it was really in going back to my old school was was surreal Mm -hmm. um so when i approached them i hadn't actually stepped back in the school since I went to pick up my GCSE results in August 99. So that's nearly 25 years ago. (laughs) And going back in there, walking through the the double doors into reception, looking around, almost nothing had changed. Goodness. You know, I then walked down some of the corridors to the, the deputy head's office, and we walked past this row of lockers, and I'm like, that was my locker. And it was the same locker wow <laughs> um and you know so there are little things that have changed but the, the buildings and things there was just, it was like it was like, oh you probably don't remember that being like that i'm like kind of do <laughs> <laughs> so look, i think it's been painted since but yeah that, that doesn't look too dissimilar <laughs> um so yeah I, I like i'm you know i'm still in contact with my school with my old school there's potential there to go and do, deliver more talks um i'm also going to approach some the schools in winchester to see if i can go and talk to them because it was nice to go back but i think that some of the things i've gone through can help it could help any school Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and yeah okay that you know there is a time commitment there but that's one of the benefits of working for me I can choose what, what 18 hours of the day I want to work and what, <laughs> and what six hours I want to sleep and or go and do anti-bullying talks and things like yeah. that. Um, so, yeah, that that's part of my plan for 2024. So, go and do, yeah, try and do some more anti-bullying talks, continue to work on the business and, and grow and develop it. Um I'm probably going to hit pause on the awards for next year, though, because I think four is enough to start with. Leave some for someone
1: else to, to have, a, have, a, have a chance of winning. <laughs> yeah, well, Tony, thank you, thank you so much, so much. Turning to Sean Connery, there, thank you so much, Tony, for for uh, taking time to to share this with us, particularly given it's it is such a difficult topic to to talk about. Really appreciate that. Hopefully, um. Uh, some listeners will will have drawn some some comfort or some inspiration uh, from it uh, hope even, even if it only helps one or two people to to avoid bullying, get out of being bullied, or come to terms with what has happened to them and realize there is a better future for me there then then it will be worth it. Thank you so much tony um, quick shout out we, we said at the start your company uh, bit smart technology limited you you help people with uh, all manner of i t issues. want to find out more about that sort of stuff where can they where can they find you
0: so um i'm on all the social media channels that you can probably imagine uh my website is one of the easiest place to go so it's bitsmart.tech which is on the screen look at that as if by magic (laughs) um that is undergoing a redevelopment right now um that will be going live touch wood in the next month thanks to um a mutual contact of ours mr chris Dawes.
1: Yeah, nice,
0: nice.
1: Well, again, thank you so much, Tony, for uh, for co- for coming back. Um,
0: thank you for having me, Keith. It's always
1: a pleasure. Oh, my, my pleasure. Uh, congratulations on the awards. Um, good luck with the 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 anti-bullying side of of, of things that you do as well. Uh, I know that is going to be a, a lot of help to to uh, to many people. And uh, thank you, dear listener, for uh for joining us. Uh check out Tony, bitsmart.tech. Uh check out some of the episodes. Um if you're a Patreon, check out the Patreon channel where there's lots of bonus content there. If you're not a Patreon, check it out anyway. You can you can sign up and get access to that. Do give us a like, a comment, a share, a subscribe, a review, and we'll catch you in another episode very soon. For now, I'm gonna leave you with uh Tony's favorite quote. It's from Walt Whitman. And the quote is, be curious, not judgmental. You've
0: been listening to the Keith Blakemore Noble Radio Show. To find out more, please visit keithblakemorenoble.com.